Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Kate Richardson and Megan Pachecki. We're two registered dietitians here to make your life easier by debunking diet myths, sharing scientific information about nutrition, and keeping you motivated to reach your goals. We want to teach you everything we know by giving you real life examples of how we've helped our combined thousands of clients transform their lives, lose weight, and get healthy without having to go on another cookie cutter diet. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, strategies, and mindset shifts so you too can reach your goals using food and most importantly, enjoy the process. You sent me a snarky text about bagels the other day. Do you want me to tell the story? Yeah. So I was in Foxtail, and this chick walks in with her sunglasses on and a matching sweatsuit. And so she's cool. She's a baddie. I, yeah, I guess. I guess she would probably use that word to describe herself. And she orders two plain bagels toasted with light plain cream cheese. And I just sat there, and I thought... Did she not know that they're grocery stores? Like, does she not? Could she not just buy bagels and toast them at her house herself? Because this place you can get bagels, but they have bagel sandwiches with salmon on them and eggs and cheese and all this different stuff. So you got in your car and you drove here and you ordered a plain bagel. Like she clearly wasn't going to some office meeting if she was in a sweatsuit. No, she wasn't like on her way to anywhere. And it's not like she lived so close that she walked there either. Because mm-hmm. I, I could see those scenarios where if it's just downstairs from your apartment and you just pop in to get a bagel on your way to work. Like I get that. That obviously wasn't the scenario. I don't think a lot of people know how to cook. Like I, maybe you hear this too when we talk to our younger clients. She probably doesn't even own a toaster. Like the thought about purchasing her food and preparing it herself may not even cross her mind. I have definitely had those clients in that college age where they don't think twice about Uber Eats or DoorDash, you know, most most of their meals. And for us, that was never an option. No. And so doing that was a luxury. I mean, ordering a pizza to the house, even in college, didn't happen that often. No, it was like a Friday night thing. It's like, oh, we're ordering a pizza. Now it's just a norm for families. Yeah, it's a a norm for a kid on their own that doesn't even, not even with somebody. They're just in their dorm room or in their apartment to just DoorDash dinner. I'm not going to lie. When I saw that text, I was in the middle of something and I just glanced at it and I thought you were bringing bagels. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I was bagels. Like, sick. 
And then I like read it again a couple times, and I was like, "What is she saying?" Were you? I thought at first you were trying to tell me that the person was purchasing bagels at the coffee shop, and you're like, "What is this? A grocery store?" Like that's what I thought <laughs> no, you were trying to tell me, no. and I was like, "I was like, no. yeah, newsflash." I mean, like, why can't you make your toast of plain bagel yourself at your house and save five dollars per bagel? That's the problem. I really don't think that people are thinking about like the money because I, I guess it's maybe my, my values and your values. I'm like, to spend that on a plain bagel on just what was it, a Tuesday morning, Mm -hmm. isn't worth it to me. Yeah, because I could buy the whole pack of bagels for that amount of money, and then I could eat it throughout the week, not just right now at this moment when I want a plain bagel on a Tuesday morning. So if you were that girl, if you were the the foxtail, Tuesday morning around 10.30 a.m. Sorry. Let us know what you were thinking. (laughs) We have to get inside your brain. This is bothering us. Hashtag judgy. Speaking of judgy, we're going to talk about what we've been eating lately so you can judge it or hopefully get ideas. Oh, you were going to tell me a story about a whole milk latte. Well, I was going to tell you it when you asked me what I've been consuming lately. Okay. And one of the things, I guess we'll start there. I've been drinking whole milk lattes. I Not to brag, but I've been doing this for a couple years now, but I'm like back into it. Because you remember for a while I was all about almond milk lattes? Oh, yeah. Have you ever tasted an almond milk latte and then had a whole milk latte? Yes, I would never order an almond milk right. latte. Because they taste so much worse. And it doesn't foam correctly. Right. There's no there's no froth in an almond milk latte. The purpose of a latte is froth. Froth. <laughs> there's froth. There's air in the milk. You can't get air in almond milk. I know. But, I, you know, at the time it was a low calorie and sure. just light. I want my latte to fill me up. Like a latte is almost like a mini snack to me. I'm like, mm, it's like a little mm-hmm. snack. It's protein. So one of my flexes that I can't claim anymore is that I can eat dairy, I can eat ice cream, I can drink milk, and my body is, like, fine. Okay. Like, when everyone's talking about lactose intolerance, me and my dad, we talk about this. We're like, where? We don't have any. No problems. So I was on my way to the airport one morning. It was on my way to Kansas City. Mm -hmm. I'd scheduled a lift to come pick me up early. And in my mind, I'm like, surely he's going to be late. So I scheduled it, like, really early. I woke up five minutes before he was going to arrive. He was, like, almost 20 minutes early. So I'm, like, running around, didn't get any coffee. I get to the airport, and I'm like, I'm going to get a whole milk latte because I don't want to be hungry on this flight. It will fill me up. I'll be fine. But because I was, like, running around in the morning, I didn't have time to take my morning poop. And so I drank my whole milk latte, and I was, oh, I, was I was like, even thinking about it, I was like, I can drink whole milk lattes. Like, I, I'm fine. I was, like, having this moment where I was looking around at everyone, and I'm like, you guys wish you could drink whole milk lattes. <laughs> <laughs> I sit on this plane, and I, my tummy hurt. Oh, no. I've never had that problem, and I swear it's only because it was an abnormal, stressful morning. Well, yeah, and then plus the caffeine is getting stuff moving, too, and mm-hmm. you didn't have your normal thing Say it. happening in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the one who's not poop shy. I'm poop shy, and no, here I am on a podcast. I know, we're in our office. I don't know that I want to scream poop. Oh, nobody can hear. It's fine. They can. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So now I'm kind of scared, but that's what I put on my list is one of the things I've been having a lot lately is plain whole milk lattes. Okay, if we're talking about coffee, the coffee that I'm into is... A cortado. I saw you post that. Yes. So at home, if I'm drinking coffee, 
I'm a straight up espresso and then I take milk from the fridge and just pour a little bit on top, just enough to fill an espresso glass. So I used to think something like that was way, way too strong, but now I'm really into it. So if I go somewhere and I order a coffee, I order a cortado, cause it's just espresso with a little bit of steamed milk on top of it. Do you think you're better than everyone else? Yeah, it tastes like it tastes like jet fuel. Jet fuel. <laughs> okay, see that's where, when I like get a coffee or a latte, I like that I can drink it for like, let's be honest, like 10 minutes. I'm a fast drinker. I see that, I'm like, what's the point? It's just so like a swig. Because, because I, even if I get a cortado, so that lasts me two days, that little thing. So I drank really? about half of it yesterday, and then I put it in the fridge, and I drank the other half in the morning. It's like a Dixie cup. It infuriates Will. Yeah. It infuriates him. He's like, how are you still drinking that? Are you a mouse? Yeah. But I don't know. Well, you've always been, like, caffeine, I don't want to say sensitive, but, like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely aren't the type to, like, chug coffee all no, day. No, I, de- I definitely don't don't need it and when I do drink it I still feel something mm-hmm. from it but no I don't think I'm better I think that I'm just more into espresso now and I think it's a it's a fun little thing to be into because we, we have because we have the espresso machine at home so now when I drink like a latte or a cappuccino it just tastes like milk to me because I'm not getting the full flavor mm. of the espresso you're kind of like those wine people but with espresso <laughs> no because when i when we get the we do have a coffee subscription and so the beans come every month and there's different and it'll say like oh this is a medium you're the wine and people and it's all that i don't get any of that stuff like i it'll be like this tastes like chocolate and whatever and i'm like no it doesn't taste like coffee okay good actually i take it back then because the wine people will pretend like they know no. what they're talking about like they'll serve you the like the glass of wine and they will recite that description as if they had any clue yeah, no, I, we're not there. Do you remember when we did that coffee tasting? Yeah, and it was really bad. It was really bad. I can't remember the coffee company. And they were so nice and sent us samples. And the coffee sucked. It was so bad. Oh, anyway, not <laughs> drinking that. So that's what we're not consuming. So I'm farting on planes from Home Milk Lattes. <laughs> You're drinking Cortados or Cortada? Cortado. There's Cortado. also, I don't know if this is everywhere, but here they have a Cortadito, which... Aww has what's the milk sweetened condensed milk in oh it? my god so yeah it like a little bit a little bit of sweet to it have you ever had a better than sex cake yes with the sweetened condensed not milk for a very long time yes and sometimes they put worms and stuff in it oh like dirt cake yes <laughs> i didn't do that for like children <laughs> yeah this is your better than sex cake with worms like um let's just throw some crabs in there too why not <laughs> Um, no. (laughs) So I remember when I was in a sorority, my big, like you have a big and your big sister in your sorority, she made me this cake and it was a devil's food chocolate cake and you poke holes in it after it cools. Pour the stuff over top. Yes. Uh I'd never in my life, I don't know why, I'd never even heard of sweetened condensed milk before. And I was a dietetics major and in the peak of my like disordered eating <laughs> era. And she pours <laughs> literally she okay. pours it in with caramel and then you spread cool whip on it, which again, like I still won't eat cool whip. That's one thing <laughs> I won't I'll draw the line at. But it was so good because it like soaks into the cake. Mm-hmm. And I made it for my friend's birthday once, just like as an excuse to eat it. It's so naughty. It's so the good most, though. The moistest. The moistest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but let's you haven't been eating that lately. Not been eating that lately, but I just might after talking about it. What are some, let's just say, nutritious things that you've been eating regularly? I've been into yogurt shakes mm. in the morning. Not as my meal, but with my meal. So 
Siggy's is my top brand for these. I think they're not too sweet. They don't have a bunch of sugar in them. I think they taste like yogurt. They don't taste like art. They don't have artificial sweeteners or anything like that in them. So I usually have something savory for breakfast and then I'll drink that along with it. So I get a little bit of the savory and the sweet. And man, they keep you regular. Yeah, this is this is a, um, a digestive podcast, <laughs> this digestive health podcast. You're into Ziggy's. You've always been into Ziggy's. Like yeah. you are Ziggy's biggest fan. I'm a Chobani girl. I love the Chobani complete shakes. Yeah. I recommend those to every client. Most people like them if they can find them. I think they. I think the drinkable shakes are great, especially when people don't have appetites in the morning or they're really busy. And the idea of eating something feels nauseating, but they also don't want to like open up their blender and put in all the ingredients so yeah i like the ziggies the chobani complete they've got like 20 grams of protein fiber mm-hmm. no added sugar i like those i also as an alternative to the protein shakes because i you know we have a lot of clients who want to drink those like little muscle milk shakes or the adkin shakes because they want to get the protein in them and i always recommend the yogurt shakes instead because it's more of a real food mm. versus a manufactured food with a bunch of oils and colorings and artificial sweeteners in them you're still getting protein from it but you're getting protein from real food versus this manufactured food because people don't always think about those in that same category Mm. they think a protein shake has to be a protein shake a yogurt is a yogurt Mm. but i think they can be in the same used in the same way it's like if a protein shake and a yogurt had a baby and then the protein (laughs) shake was a deadbeat dad and walked away and left (laughs) it so no because the yogurts have probiotics they've got live active cultures which are alive because they are always kept cold so Mm -hmm. at least if you're getting your probiotics from food the chances of them actually being alive and activating are a lot stronger than let's just say one that you picked off off the shelf um, and that was transported with a bunch of other supplements so who knows if it died in transport meaning the bacteria there's calcium the Chobani Complete one has fiber. I feel like I should be making commission from them. I'm like it's got this and that so the more whole real food you can get in your diet the better. Supplements are great as supplements but yeah i think it's a better alternative as well liam drinks the stony field farms yogurt mm. shakes as well so him and i can cheers in the morning and Aww. drink our shakes together the stony field farm ones the larger ones i think have 14 thir- maybe 13 grams of sugar so they're higher in sugar than something like the siggies but they do taste really good and then they have the little mini ones that are for kids that have a lot less sugar in them too but i'll even drink his sony field ones if i run out of my siggy's ones so drinkable yogurts you said that you've been doing savory and sweet breakfasts i did that this morning with the the food that i had mentioned that i've been eating a lot of lately is the uh, what's it called hearth bread from whole foods and they've got a whole wheat sourdough so hearth is the brand yeah mm-hmm. okay. and i love it it's the best sourdough that i've had from a store Ooh. before it's really it's actually like you can taste the sourdoughness of it but it's really like chewy and this one's got a lot of fiber in it per serving so this morning i did avocado with an egg on one piece and then peanut butter honey peanut butter have you had a honey roasted mm-hmm. peanut butter it's so good mm-hmm. um with cottage cheese on one oh, so nice. i had a savory and a sweet little combo mm-hmm. super into that bread so is it in the bakery section? Is it in like the normal bread section? Bakery section. I've only found it at Whole Foods. I actually had a client tell me about it. And I is literally that day went. Is it Old Hearth or Old Hearth? 
Oh, yeah, it's Old Hearth. Okay, so Old Hearth is a local bakery here. Oh. In Orlando. So people wow. probably aren't going to be able to find that everywhere. Well, okay. I bet, like, if there is a Whole Foods in someone's area, though, they probably are going to communicate with local bakeries and maybe find, like, yeah. a whole wheat sourdough. Yeah. But... Dang, sorry if you're not no, Orlando. No, that's great. That's, a, that's great, though, because Old Hearth here has a couple different places where they sell their stuff. Where else do they sell? Um, East End Market. Oh, and do they still sell there? I think they changed it because I they do. they might have changed that, that venue there. They once had a Asiago pretzel bread mm-hmm. when they used to be in East End Market. Wow, that was bomb. I've been eating a lot of gluten, period, lately. <laughs> Also, um, so this is um, not a gluten-free podcast today. There is something, and I'm going to try to pronounce this, but it's like a Norwegian crisp bread. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. The Sigdal Bakery, bakery spelled with an I, gluten-free oat whole grain crisp bread. (gasps) That like seedy, seedy goodness. So delicious. I'd had it years ago and just randomly saw it in Fresh Market the other day. And I was like, you're going home with me. It was so yummy. I can't find it. Is it at Publix? Never looked for it. It's on, sure. it's on Amazon. Okay. But I've been sharing it with some clients um, who are gluten-free doing my DAP. I was like, you've got to try this. Yeah. Uh, it's super crispy, really flavorful. It's got four grams of fiber for one little crisp bread. Mm-hmm. Cream cheese and smoked salmon. Oh, oh and that would be so, so yummy. I've been eating them in a sweet way. Oh. Kind of just with like my yogurt and peanut butter combo. Oh, okay. But smoked salmon and cream cheese sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. With sounds capers. Very, very Norwegian. Very, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to be European. Yeah. Okay, so what else have you been eating lately? Um, Ithaca hummus. If you've had Ithaca hummus, their hummus is awesome. They don't add any crap to it. Mm-hmm. It's straight up chickpeas, spices, uh, olive oil. They came out with a salsa. Ooh. Oh, man. Wait, I saw you post about this on yeah, our Instagram. so good. I'm not a big jarred salsa girl. And when I was in Texas, there were so many local companies that the grocery stores carried that made fresh salsa. So I had no problem getting good fresh salsas. I don't think it's like that here in Florida. Like, you get a salsa in the grocery store one, and it's very hit or miss. And you're like, I'll eat it, but you're not super pumped about it and they go sour fast they do after a day or even two you eat it again you're like is this still good i'm not really sure man this ithaca i if publix would sell it i wouldn't buy any other salsa really so it's just tastes fresh like you just made it in your kitchen and the only ingredients are tomatoes peppers and spices where'd you get it it from they sent it in the mail oh but whole foods carries it okay whole foods carries it ithaca and they had the mi- a mild and a medium, and I thought both were awesome. And even e- Liam ate it, so that's saying something. Really? Mm-hmm. Did he eat the medium or the mild? The mild okay. was the one that he was eating. With Target's Good and Gather sweet potato tortilla chips. Yum. So freaking good. Sweet potato chips, just for the record, like maybe they're a little bit more nutrient dense, but yeah, I don't care about healthy. It for that. Just no, people go. No. <laughs> the good so the, the good and gather, they have an organic sweet potato and the blue corn ones, and I think they're both really good, but the sweet potato just gives it a little extra flavor. It's interest. There's like some interest to it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of corn chips, I've been buying ceviche that's already pre-made from Whole Foods, 
and eating it as a snack. It looks so good. It's so Never had it. good. It lasts about three days. Okay. So if you get it like at the store on a Sunday, you can eat it up until Wednesday. Yeah. I love it as a snack. Like, because it's hard to get high protein snacks sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of feel like you're eating the same things over and over again. And I never thought about eating ceviche as a snack yeah. before, but it's such a light snack food, Where especially. Where get it? Whole Foods, okay. it's, I mean, you can. Apparently we're doing a commercial for Whole Foods. I know, we're big, well, I've been shopping at Whole Foods because my credit card gave me, like, extra bonus cash back this past month. Mm-hmm. It ended yesterday, since this is June 1st, so I don't know how much I'll be back there, because it is, like, more expensive. Yeah. But if you, you can make a ceviche really easy. If you just buy pre-cooked shrimp, and you just dice up a bunch of vegetables and lime juice, lemon juice... I've never made it. I actually haven't eaten ceviche since 2012 when I was in Peru, and that's kind of like their food. Mm -hmm. There is ceviche, and it just did not go over well for me, and I have not eaten it since. Ooh. Are you willing to try again? Yeah. I think now. um, Yeah. Now I I would try it again. The only thing I would do differently about the Whole Foods ones is they put, like, whole shrimps in there. Next time I want to, like, take it out and dice up the shrimp so it's easier to dip because, like, I would eat them with blue corn chips, and I would put, like... A whole shrimp on a chip yeah. and i was like i don't have to do yeah, this I don't need a whole shrimp on chip. but i was being lazy yeah that sounds good i mean and that's a good little good little snack high protein and it's fun if you're vegan whole foods also or not even if this is just a vegan alternative you can buy pre-made falafel there as well mm-hmm. and i love that as a snack idea because you can just get hummus or tzatziki and pre-made falafel and i think whole foods is pretty good like it can be a little dry so that's why you need to dip need with to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you like heat it up enough where the moisture kind of like comes back, um, I think it's really good. Just a couple as a, as a snack. Especially if you do a tzatziki that's Greek yogurt based, you're just adding more protein. Mm-hmm. So it's going to make you fuller and more content with that meal. Mm. Which is so important to talk about just period. Not only like the protein is going to make you feel fuller, but flavor and feeling satisfied with what you're eating I don't think people talk about that enough for how important that is with eating healthy. Like if you eat a meal that's healthy and even balanced from a nutrition standpoint, meaning it's got fiber, it's got protein, it's got healthy fats, but it was flavorless and dull or had no texture. Like maybe you had like mushy oats with protein powder mixed in and like a mushy banana, like, right? Like, there's no texture there's no interest in there macro wise looks great yeah right exactly but yeah i think it is important to make sure you're adding different types of interest i call it flair add flair to a meal well speaking of flair and falafel kava (gasps) right i mean i think they're popping up all over the place but it's basically zoe's rebranded so if you have a zoe's it's probably been rebranded as a kava by now but it's essentially the mediterranean chipotle is what i would say but lots of interesting little things that you like pickled vegetables and the crazy feta that you can have yeah. it. it's so good it's crazy yeah. wait their falafel is the best i've ever had it's good why is it so good i don't know it's good. Don't look at me. I don't know, but their chicken's good too. And mm-hmm. I'm not one to order chicken. And I think that it's like honey something chicken. Is harissa. Really good. Yeah. I love the harissa. It's a little it's a little kick to it. It's spicy. You know, we talk about bowls with our clients all the time, like making a bowl. Like if you don't have a kava near you or you're making food at home, just go on their website and look at what they have. 
so much of the stuff you can find a copycat recipe for, like fine copycat harissa chicken, copycat mm-hmm. falafel. It's not going to be the same, but you can recreate it at home. I made Chipotle at home last week. I saw actually. That. Yeah, I did a brown rice, like a lime cilantro brown rice. I did like chopped up steak and did some Chipotle seasoning on that. We had sauteed onions and fajita peppers, and I got black beans in a pouch. Love it. And the Philo's ones? Yes. Love well, those. it's an alternative brand. Of, it was like the Publix version. Mm-hmm. Of the phyllos or phyllos, phyllos, I don't really know how you say it, but those are great because they're already spiced and they taste good and you don't have to worry about doing anything other than heating them up in the microwave. And then we had guac and sour cream, so good. Simple, easy. And it, I mean, we had leftovers for days too, so. And Leah made it. Leah made it. Mm-hmm. So it's like two and a half year old approved. Mm-hmm. Yep. What else have you been making for dinner lately? Uh, what did that make me think of? We were thinking, uh, okay, so we were talking about the Mediterranean food. Fresh Kitchen, if you're looking for something, like if you don't have time to meal prep, you can go to Fresh Kitchen and you can order their family style meal or like their catering mm-hmm. and it serves for, you can get it for four to eight people and they serve it to you almost meal prep style. Like you get a base and then it's like the box of the base and then you get whatever protein is in a separate box and then the add-ons and the little separate things. So you can have enough to meal prep for like your next three or four lunches and mm-hmm. not have to do any of the work. That's just a little hack that we've done a couple times that I wanted smart. to throw out there. That's really smart. <laughs> I saw somebody do that with Texas Roadhouse once. Really? I mean, okay. that's not, I mean, you know me, I don't like barbecue. <laughs> I was like, oh. And it's not as healthy. Let's just be clear. Like, it's not very sure. nutritious. Yeah. But it's interesting that people are doing that now. We've done the fresh, fresh kitchen for, like, if we've had friends that come in town and they get here late on a Friday or something, mm. we've done it twice where we've done that catering and that way you can just put it out there and people can add what they want and especially if you have kids they can pick Mm. what they want out of all that stuff and it just makes it really a really easy thing that's not just ordering pizza or whatever yeah eat on it a little bit a little healthy way and then people feel good about what they just had yeah i mean it's impressive to like have a whole spread out Mm -hmm. tonight my friends and i are doing we call it book club it used to be a book club but now it's just like a you don't read anymore well we would (laughs) i know right we would but, like, nobody could ever keep up, you know what I mean? Like, we'd be like, all right, read these chapters by this date, and then we just, like, wouldn't. <laughs> or, like, somebody wouldn't. And we would maybe talk about it for, like, five minutes, but then we wanted to talk about our own real lives. See, I would be the girl that read the book, and then I'd be pissed if we weren't talking about it, because I would want to, like, stay on topic and try to bring it back. I, I just, We're not the book club for I, you. Yeah, I couldn't be <laughs> as lousy fire about it. Yeah, I mean, like, we haven't, we picked out a book probably in February, and it was kind of, like, it was a good book, but it was more of, like, a workbook. Oh. And you could only do, like, one exercise a day, so it was just too much. That's and ever since we've fallen off, and book club, we just call it book club, like, book club okay. girls. And we are all bringing, like, a little treat tonight, okay. or, like, bringing a little something-something. Okay. I haven't picked out what I'm going to do yet. Come on, get on it. What I'm you... thinking, like, a mocktails, like, a simple mocktail. Oh, okay. Do you have any ideas? Mm. You're, like, a cocktail person. Yeah. How about, like, a mango mojito? Ooh, I love mango. Like mint with mint, because mangoes are in season here right now, and they're really good. Okay. So if you blend that and get some fresh mint and then just some club soda on top. Okay, it's three ingredients. Really simple. Easy. Say less. Refreshing. All right, mango mojitos. <laughs> add that to the list. You can add agave syrup or something if you want, like, a little bit of sweetener to it, but it doesn't mm-hmm. need it because it's got the mango. The mango's already sweet. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, we'll see. I'll bring it as options. 
Um, I want to share one more meal that I made. Yeah, it's so me. good. I would say it's really filling, really satiating. It would probably... It's more gluten and dairy, so some people might not be able to eat it, and it's not vegan. But Tuscan chicken... The recipe, if you Google it online, you can find it. It's called Marry Me Chicken because it's supposed to be so good. It makes people want to marry you. But I just call it Tuscan Chicken. Um, and it is chicken cutlets. And then you put in a skillet garlic. You do use half and half, but you add sun-dried tomatoes. Ooh, yeah. And the sun-dried tomatoes and the basil, it is so yummy. And, yeah, you put the chicken in there, and then you just serve it with the sauce. Sounds up my alley. And I got these, like, thick spaghetti noodles, not, like, the little dingy ones, like, the thick <laughs> ones. More gluten. So good. I have something to say about gluten, because I've been trying to switch over all my household products to natural products. I've been trying to do this for years, but I'm getting more serious about it now and actually doing it and doing research. So when I'm reading the fronts of these products and it says like no phthalates, no parabens, no, and it says all these words and I look at it and I'm like, that's probably good. That's probably a good mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing everyone's doing with nutri- like mm. with food products. You no look GMOs. at it and it says like no gluten, no GMOs, no in, no and no dairy, no, no and you look at it and you're like, I don't know, that probably means it's good. Mm. It's like I'm doing the same thing mm-hmm. that our clients do mm-hmm. because they just see these buzzwords and they're like, that's probably not good for me. See, I'm like, I don't know what any of those things actually are. I just think it's probably good that it has none of them in there. Yeah, I know. Part of me gets defensive, like, hearing this. The other part's kind of blowing my mind at the same time. <clears throat> and then I think, well, you know, if you're cons- using, like, you're a consumer of something with, let's just say, parabens once in a while, because it's, like, hard to completely avoid, or, like, phthalates, right? Those are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, in certain floors and certain things you sit on, then it hopefully like I don't I can't say this concretely this is not like a FDA podcast but like it probably won't hurt you too much <laughs> so I wouldn't stress too much about it but also like if something causes problems or you feel like for your family or for yourself it's not the best thing to constantly be using or consuming then yeah by all means but it's the same thing in terms of like I see this I don't know spray cleaner and because it gives me six things on the front that it doesn't have I assume that it's okay and then it like doesn't clean well (laughs) I look at environmental working groups website and how they rated this product and they rate it an f don't ever use it but I thought it was fine because it didn't have those six things that it named on it but it Mm. had bleach in it or whatever like I'm making that up but I wish there was like a dietitian like a registered dietitian for that you know what I mean I think there probably is like an environmentalist you know, people that teach you how to swap these products out. I'm, I mean, I know there's some that work for specific companies that really just want you to buy their right. product. They're invested in something. But you want to find somebody who I'm isn't s- doing that, obviously. I'm so scared of phthalates. You're scared of phthalates. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. You, I, I don't know what you any of this stuff about, is. You know about phthalates. Oh, is this the, like, anus yes, one? Yes. The taint lady. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the taint lady. I'm sorry if you have kids listening. Um, This woman did research on the length of distance between male rats' scrotum and anus. And it's shrinking dramatically, which means lower testosterone production and therefore lower sperm count. So infertility. Infertility rates are associated with 
shorter, smaller taints in rats. And she did all this research and found out that the thing that's causing this is phthalates. And Megan's going to look up her name right now. But phthalates are found in all sorts of, like, random, like, plastics and products. Like, I can't even remember all of them right now. I think, like, linoleum. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Okay. The book is called Countdown, How Our Modern World is Threatening Sperm Counts, Altering Male and Female Reproductive Development, and imperiling the future of the human race. And her name is Shauna H. Swan. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those things that I had to hear about, think about, and then promptly forget. Yeah, it's so it terrifying. Was like, I can't think about this. I just can't think about this because it's literally in everything that has plastic. Yeah. You know what? I actually did change a practice of mine because of that, though. I will no longer heat anything in plastic. In which... I didn't do that before for, like, our Tupperware and stuff like that. I switched to glass many years ago. But with kids' stuff, a lot of kids' stuff is plastic yeah. because you don't want them using glass because they break glass or it's heavy. And so I, a lot of Liam's cups are plastic or his bowls are plastic. And it's a lot easier to just throw that in mm. the microwave. But I will not yeah. heat anything plastic anymore. I also will not leave water bottles in my car but that's anymore. what they used to recommend to us they were like just keep a pack of water bottles plastic water bottles in your car for in case of an emergency like what yeah so all of that plastic leaches into the water yeah and drinking out of plastic yeah. bottles period like i yeah. do it yeah single but is use, it shortening my tank plastic <laughs> yeah so um yeah we just turned this podcast around <laughs> this is what we're not eating and it's phthalates <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm trying to get better We'll see. I'm on a a journey. I'm on a journey. Mm -hmm. environment. I'm on a hair journey right now. And that means looking at a lot of products that have parabens and other endocrine disruptors. I am in the market for a new shampoo and conditioner. So. Well, the one that works amazing for me is awful for you. Like for people, period. Oh, okay. (laughs) I bought this one that's like all natural. A bunch of people from our Instagram recommended it to me. Mm -hmm. Then my stylist told me it was specifically for curly hair, which was fine. But it's more like a, they call it a hair bath. Like it doesn't lather. It's the worst. And when you lather, it's so nice. You get such clean, shiny hair. And then you put like leave-in conditioner on it and it's all got stuff. But I just try to buy on like the stuff at least that doesn't have a lot of fragrance in it. Have you ever done the the bar shampoo before? Mm-hmm. Have you seen this or tried this? That sounds awful. Like, just thinking about rubbing a bar on my hair. Well, I was thinking maybe I could still get some lather out of that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's some things where I think it's like a compromise. It's like, yeah, I won't heat my food in plastic, and I don't use a lot of, like, makeup products, and I don't put fragrance on my body, but, like, yeah, I'm going to use my nice shampoo. So I switched to a better body wash and it doesn't lather and it's so sad <laughs> and like you does it stick to you is it like a film that sticks no to you? no it doesn't but it's definitely changed like i can't use it in a loofah because it doesn't work in the loofah because it doesn't get sudsy so i just have to use my hand and like clean the areas like a heathen but my reason for doing this is because you know my nose runs all the time mm-hmm. so it and runs extremely bad when I do laundry mm. and Liam's does too mm-hmm. and so I'm noticing this in my kid and I'm like okay why does it do this when I'm doing laundry so then I started thinking about well what's the laundry detergent that I'm using well I'm using Tide and it's mm. got a bunch of crap mm-hmm. in it and I'm using these dryer sheets that have a bunch of crap in it so the first thing I switched over 
I switched to, it's called Molly Suds. So I did a bunch of research and found these Molly Suds because I still wanted to be able to use the packets. So I ordered the packets and then I switched to dryer cotton, New Zealand organic cotton dryer balls instead. And I did laundry this week and my nose did not run on time. <gasps> oh my I God. usually use a half pack of tissues and it runs like water coming out of my nose. My nose did not run once. Whoa. And I did four loads of laundry and I did not blow my nose one time. Oh my God, you're free. I'm so happy. I feel like really happy for you. So now that's why I'm on the. I'm like, okay, well, changing my body wash, changing my. Like I got to change my shampoo and conditioner because is that why the reason? Is that the reason why my nose runs all the time? Just is it I'm better, like, like in other areas, like throughout the day? Um. Yes and no. There's still days when it does, but I'm wondering, is it? I'm. Well, am I wearing something that I had washed and tied? Hmm. Because I've only done this one time. So, like, as I wash through everything, is it then going to get better? Wow. I think there's other environmental triggers. I don't think that's the only one. I think I'm triggered by a lot of different things. But if I could take some stuff out and make it less, man, that's great. That's interesting that you have, like, a symptom that's really noticeable that you can track it with. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of the things that people are concerned about are so hard to measure. Just, like, endocrine function. Right, which is why I've been able to for so long sweep this under the rug and maybe try something here and there and be like, oh, it doesn't work better, so whatever. And so there's been these specific things where I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, Mm. I need to switch over to something. I've tried the whole, like, vinegar and lemon thing to clean, and it makes everything sticky and smells disgusting. You can't with vinegar. No, it smells disgusting. But then I see Liam pick up the Windex and start cleaning something, and I'm like, I don't want you to touch Windex. Oh, yeah. So, like, shouldn't I probably switch to something else? Is Windex the new cigarettes? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Don't You're talk. letting your son touch the new cigarettes, oh, Megan. God. Shame on you. And I'm. <laughs> sitting is the new smoking. Get oh, with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on sitting for long. <clears throat> anyway. I'm not going to get started on it. Okay. I just went off on you before this podcast okay. about how much I had to sit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. So I guess that's that's it. We'll wrap it up. We totally did a 180 here. Any other foods you've been eating that you want to drop in? Mm, no. I can't really think of anything else that's super exciting. Me neither. Jumbo blueberries. Oh, blueberries are great right now. In season. Grab them. Get Grab them when they're in season. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. And if you did find it helpful and want to share it with the whole world, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram in your stories at nutrition.awareness so we can connect with you. To get notified about the next episode of Nutrition Awareness, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And to create your own personalized nutrition plan with us, be sure to schedule your virtual or in-person consultation on our website, www.orlandodietitian.com. Now get out there, fuel up, and live your healthiest life. We'll see you on the next episode.